High school football season in the Mountain State is back. Join us on Thursday, August 26th for the EPAC season opener as the Hedgesville Eagles battle the Washington Patriots. Power formation here for Washington. It is Wogan behind center. He will take the snap, go off right guard into the end zone. It's a Washington Patriot touchdown. And no doubt about that one, as you said. Coverage begins with the sports mix at 5 p.m., followed by the pregame show at 6 and kickoff at 7, right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Just for you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always got all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome in to the Tuesday, August 24th show. Uh, we got our, our buddy Colin McLaughlin on today. What are we talking about today, Colin? A uh, full day on? a little bit later in the uh, bottom of the hour, I believe. It's going to be Jim Klein as well on here talking a little bit of high school volleyball and uh, think soccer as well. We're going to try to do this season for TV 10. All right. That's that's awesome. I haven't, haven't had the chance to talk to Jim Klein today, but Nick is here as well. Uh, we'll hit I'm the, always uh, here. You're always here. You are almost not. Hey, we'll talk about that. Got to got to pay the bills here. Uh, the sports mix is brought to you in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremation Services, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. And yeah, I almost was not here. It was almost the Collins show, which I don't think we have an intro for that. We do. It's not finished. Uh, we have a <laughs> solo Colin McLaughlin Actually, intro. I don't think we do. Yeah, we have a Nick and Colin, a Spencer and Colin, but we don't have a solo Colin. You know what? We don't, but we can always just... Colin McLaughlin. You can always cut it off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Editing. It's yeah. what they teach you at Marshall University. Colin. Yeah. They teach you at Waynesburg? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. But yeah, I was almost not here. It's almost like the universe didn't want me to be here because I knew I was going to probably get here at 1130. I had to be home in Leesburg uh, to go to a doctor's appointment. And I got out 1030, had to get some gas. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be pretty close. And then I was leaving Leesburg. Construction backed up i was like this is just my luck and then i'm probably like 15 minutes not not, probably 10 minutes away in blairton freaking train it it was meant to be that you just weren't supposed to be here and colin was supposed to do the show today with me yes because you know my thing ended like way earlier than expected (laughs) so that was great i was here on time like a normal time when we we get here at like 10 a.m um, but yeah, that's all. I, f- I feel like we should talk about sports now instead of what we did today. Colin's been doing a lot of stuff today, but that's getting ready. That's for neither sports. here nor there right yeah. now. Let's, uh, let's play the, uh, the Mountaineer report from Learfield and WVU athletics. As kickoff approaches, everyone's making predictions. What are they saying about the Mountaineers? Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story coming up on today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. What makes one head of lettuce better than another? What makes a grape greater? At Kroger, we take scrutinizing freshness to a whole new level. We're only the best of the best of the best will do. We're seriously serious about what goes on our shelves, so only the freshest makes the grade. That means not every leafy green leaves the field. Not every cauliflower makes the cut. So if we've got it at Kroger, you can bet your bananas that it's not just fresh, it's fresher than fresh. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from our farms to our stores. And pick and pack every blue, raz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because we believe in treating your food the same way we'd want ours to be treated. It's the golden rule, only for like fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Well, this is week zero in college football. We'll have a handful of games this week, and obviously for West Virginia, we're going to have to wait another week until the Mountaineers open at Maryland. But everyone is polishing up their crystal ball, making their projections, their predictions, their guesses as to what will happen this college football season. That includes the media organization, The Athletic. They conducted a survey about the Big 12 with 20 of their writers. And here are some of the notes and news that you might find interesting. Question was, 
odds to win the 2021 Big 12 championship game. Now, not the league, but the championship game. Oklahoma clearly ahead of the pack. They're the number one pick. Iowa State was number two. Then Texas three, Oklahoma State four, TCU five, West Virginia at 25 to one was the number six pick when it came to the odds. Now, how about the dark horse to win the Big 12 championship game? Again, 20 people voting on this. And West Virginia received 11 of the 20 first place votes. They are the dark horse pick to win the Big 12's championship game. Kansas State got seven of the 20. Then Baylor and Texas Tech each got a vote. And then when it came to overall wins, over, under, with the number being six and a half, 17 of the writers predicted that West Virginia would win over six and a half games this coming season. Something that's also coming up this season is the Neil Brown talk show that will debut one week from this Thursday night. And that is today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Thank you, Tony. We'll be airing, airing that uh, Coach Neil Brown show right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. Let's make it fun. What, what do you think the Mountaineers are going to – what do you think the record's going to be this year? Record? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'd have to look at their schedule. I was about to say, yeah, I haven't <laughs> really thought about it. They're going to the start 0-1 because they're playing the Terps week one, so – that's a loss. <laughs> Are you sure about that? No. Yeah. Yeah. Talia Tagovailoa. Huh? I can't say that last name. Tagovailoa? Yeah, Tagovailoa. I don't even think I said it right. Tua's little brother. He's <laughs> the he Terps quarterback. I right. do remember that. He was kind of bad last year, but he had his moments where he looked kind of good. I think they're, I think the Terps are going to be better They're, this they're year. obviously going to win their home opener on September 11th against LIU. Yeah, if so. WVU somehow loses that one, there's going to be some issues this year. That Virginia Tech game is going to be that, – That's going to be, be a good one. That's going to be a great matchup, in my opinion. It's always okay. fun. Hopefully the uh, Black Diamond Trophy is finally back on the line like it should always be when those two teams match up. So. They can definitely win that game, I think, too. That's, so you think you think, think they're going to go 2-1 in non-conference play? I think 3-0, and but, I mean – The Maryland-Virginia Tech game, I feel like – or both of those games are kind of could go either way. Yeah, in my opinion. So, you d- do you have a prediction for them? Uh, non-conference wise, I hope they start three and zero. I think that's what would be a great start. But the, just how good the Big Twelve can be, and I don't think that WVU's at that level. I agree with uh, what we just heard from the Mountaineer report. They could be the dark horse to the Big Twelve. But there's still some steps that we need to see them do to get there. And obviously the biggest one is finally beat Oklahoma. And obviously you that'll most be, likely would have first to do that. Game. You might have to not only that do that once, but you have to do enormous. that twice. September 25th, you know, as I was about to say, you know, always big 12 games to be determined. Right. Time-wise, because... Yep. That's that could they, be the last ever WVU Oklahoma game. Yeah, we'll see Something with everything going on right now. I think they said that Oklahoma and uh, Texas are supposed to stick around a couple more years in the. I think Big it's 12, through the twenty twenty two season. I'll tell you this: Oklahoma is going to win the Big Twelve. It's like Alabama winning the national championship. You can probably, pretty much chalk that up. All right. Well, every year we got to continue to pay the bills here. Uh, the first segment That's was sponsored by Rockwell. Rockwell is now hiring for their new facility in Ranson. All employees receive competitive wages and great benefits plans, training programs that support their career growth. Go to rockwelljobs.com slash radio. We come back. We'll talk an alliance being made in college conference, college athletic conferences set, set to be announced later today. That's next on the sports mix. to collect on an insurance claim perhaps a homeowner's claim auto accident or fire insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen and when it does they don't want to pay or they offer too little at mansion ferretti we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim call us today for help in getting what you really deserve 
Mansion Freddy, when you need justice. This is Matt Miller, along with my wife, Dale. As homeowners, we've been through the mortgage process several times, and each time we went to Mark and Cheryl Savitt at the Mortgage Center. They treat you like family with personal one-on-one service, walking with you through the process from application to settlement. Plus, low interest rates and closing costs. The Mortgage Center is on Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Phone 304-267-9040. Or online at mortgagefinancing.com. NMLS number 237527, Equal Housing Lender. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Hi, I'm Spencer Dupuy. Hi, I'm Nick Verzellini. Come out and join us August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for the Rocks Local Market Grand Opening located at 8310 Martinsburg Pike, Shepherdstown. Our show, The Sports Mix, will be broadcasting live 12 to 1, featuring interviews from Shepherd athletes. Again, please join us August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 8310 Martinsburg Pike to check out the new Rocks Local Market and meet Shepherd athletes. We look forward to seeing you there. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to the Sports Mix. This segment presented by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. And if you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com, Colin. Yeah, good thing your uh, mic's on now so people could hear that, Spencer. Don't call me out like that. I think people knew. Yeah, they knew. Yeah, they did. Is Colin going to HagerstownFord.com? Is he getting himself a new Ford F-150? Not today. Unless you're buying. I think Nick's buying. Maybe. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. At Speaking least. of going Baby places. Steps. Let's get a promo code. Speaking of going places, Nick and I will be out at the brand new Shepherdstown Rock Store tomorrow. We'll be there from around 10 to 2, doing our show live from 12 to 1. Colin. We'll be producing. We'll be back here in the studio producing. Yep, i got to make sure you guys are on the air while uh, having fun there at Rocks. Get to enjoy meeting uh, some of the Shepherd Rams football team, right? I, I I don't know. Athletes. Might, there, there might be Shepherd there, athletes. I'm assuming there will be a football player or two there. Probably a basketball player or two there. Probably some women's basketball players there as well. Maybe some baseball team members. I'm not not too sure. Don't have the list of people there, but it'll be a fun time, you guys. If you're in the area, come out ten to two. That is at as in Shepherdstown off of on Martinsburg Pike, I believe. It'll be a great time, Nick. Yeah, it should be a fun time. Uh, a lot of fun games going on. All sorts of different stuff for the grand opening so uh it's a big deal and we'll be out there and looking forward to it in what is an exciting week obviously we got washington hedgesville on uh thursday and then you and uh, matt miller will travel to salem on friday colin will be there too i'll be back here in the studio for martinsburg at salem yep uh let's talk about some college action not really action college football news big 10 acc pac-12 have an alliance to combat combat the SEC's influence. That's expected to be announced later today. It will involve like-minded stances on NCAA governance and more. What's your take on this, guys? Because I think this is huge for college athletes, especially because the SEC dominates headlines. Yes, it always has, and 
I hope this alliance might work, but also it leaves out West Virginia's conference that they're currently stuck in, and that's the Big 12. So it will be interesting to see what the uh, Big 12 does being on the outside of not only the SEC, but now this alliance going on right now between the Big 10, ACC, and Pac-12. We'll hear more details of what exactly that is at 2 o'clock today, I believe. But I want to keep a close eye on that Big 12 because it's imploding right now. And West Virginia is going to need to figure out how to jump ship. Or I was even talking with uh, Nick earlier, just a big hypothetical. If those three conferences are forming an alliance, can the Big 12, since Oklahoma and Texas are already joining the SEC, join an alliance with the SEC? Yeah, that'll be an interesting take. I will wonder to see what the, the group of five schools do. If the group of five have an alliance where they have one voice. Because a big impact of this is also not only NCAA governance, but it's college football scheduling. But the league's also plan to get on the same page regarding future college football playoff expansion. So that's what everybody's talking about, college football playoff expansion. I, feel so I like, think overall this could be a good thing. I feel like it's interesting to see, like Kyle mentioned, what the Big 12 does. And obviously they, as I mentioned in my sports report this morning, uh, brought in Oliver Luck as a consultant. So they seem to already kind of know, like, hey, we're gonna we're like the outside looking in right now with this alliance forming between the three other conferences and then the SEC taking two of our big time schools. So Oliver Luck, I'm guessing, is gonna be tasked with trying to figure out what the Big Twelve schools should do. And really, I mean, with Oklahoma and Texas out in terms of football, that those are the two teams that you think of when you think of the Big Twelve. You're, yeah, definitely. you're out. So from a football perspective, you know, I don't know how much attraction those other schools really have from those other conferences. From basketball, obviously Kansas has attraction. I think Oklahoma State has some. But on a football level, I year in and year out, you don't see good teams from like Baylor or Oklahoma State or TCU. I mean, they're solid usually, but they're not a team that you're like, yeah, they'll really add quality to our conference. But again – these other conferences also have teams like Rutgers and Maryland that aren't really yeah. good at football in the Big Ten. So, I think Maryland's thing is a whole thing in itself. I, I think they should have never left the ACC. That's just my opinion about a whole I mean, different topic. It was a football move. Is but where's it everything gotten is. Them. Everything Yes, is everything's a football, a football move, but where has it gotten them? You know, well, Was they, it ten years later now, eight years later? I, it hasn't gotten them far, but they have been trying to build up their football program by uh, building a new – uh, football athletic conference or <laughs> conference not conference <laughs> uh, football facility on campus so they, yeah. they've done that and i don't know i mean this isn't a maryland talk show so we don't need to talk about the maryland terrapins and what their football program is going to look like this year but sorry that was just an aside yeah that in i've terms always of, thought about i mean i think that's my opinion with uh oklahoma and texas now going to the sec i just don't 10 like years down the road we're thinking why you they can't do it. predict 10 years down the road. I'm just saying, I think that's really exactly what it's going to be football-wise. I, I, but I don't think, think they're going to stand a chance in the SEC. You can't do that for teams that are very competitive in college football. I don't really think... They'll be competitive. I was a big ACC I, fan growing up because that was the TV coverage that I got locally in Northern Virginia. Saw a lot of Virginia Tech, saw a lot of UVA, saw a lot of Maryland. So I grew up watching those teams on TV. So I I don't I I always wondered I was like why is Maryland leaving the ACC I think that's the most competitive conference for them where they are at football wise I would agree with that and I think really just going back to what we saw what was it ten twelve years ago when we saw the realignment you know that messed up a lot of things I think and this one's even a bigger realignment in terms of you know Oklahoma and Texas leaving the Big Twelve seemed like something that would never happen and then here we are and you have other former Big 12 schools in the SEC, Missouri and uh, Texas A&M. So now we're in a situation where the SEC pretty much has every big college football school except for Miami, Florida State, and they haven't been good recently, and Clemson pretty much, right? I mean, Penn State and Ohio State, the Big 10 schools, probably the biggest ones, Michigan. But in terms of in the southern part of the country, they're they're dominating in terms of college football. It's not the SEC anymore. It's the Southern Conference, essentially. Yeah, I just I miss when agree. we had regional rivalries. Like, yes. WVU belongs in the Big East, and they belong to play Pitt, Syracuse, and those teams. And 
don't know. It's just it's just weird now. It is weird, and the NCAA is going to continue to be even more weird with this uh, realignment possibly going on and all these mergers and alliances. It's all power grab, and we see that everywhere in society right now. Do you guys think maybe they should just get rid of conferences? That's kind of how I feel about it at this point. But I feel like that would just mess up every other sport because basketball has such a reliant, such a reliance on the conference. Yeah, they do. The bid. Yeah, because if you get rid of conferences, you're always going to get like the four best teams from what was formerly the SEC as your playoffs. I mean, Fair how nice. are you going to get? I guess these teams, such as like a Maryland or a West Virginia, sometimes going up against teams like Oklahoma, Texas, the big schools are going to want to always play those big schools for a good strength of schedule to make it better look for them to get into that playoff without a conference. you got to have something yeah, that's fair to enough. build up to the uh, playoffs that hopefully expand to at least eight teams. Real, that would be my number. Real quick, we got about two minutes before we got to hit the break, and then on the other side of the break we'll have Jim Klein to talk about volleyball in the area. Uh, Nebraska. Interesting thing going. They're being investigated as well as Scott Frost. I believe it's for practicing last season when they weren't last off season when they weren't supposed to be. That's it's a big investigation. Um, let me see. They're not trying to talk about it much, but it, the, everything's leaked out, and he he's on notice about what is going on. And I think that could be something big because obviously it's happened. You got to think it happened a lot last season. I missed what you said there because I saw a message that we had Jim on the yes. line. Yes. <laughs> so what did line. you say? Uh, basically, Scott Frost is being investigated okay, yeah, as well that. as you saw that. Yeah, about I think, Nebraska being investigated. Yeah, for them practicing while they weren't supposed to be practicing last off season. Yeah, I mean Nebraska stinks, so it didn't help much. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, what I'm saying. I think it's funny that it didn't help much at all, and his job is almost on the line. I feel like. It'll be interesting because they play uh, this weekend, first weekend of college football. I think they take on uh, Illinois, yeah, playing Illini. So let's see uh, how big all this to open up the year. Yes, interesting. Let's yeah. See how all this pressure uh, is on them with uh, just all the scrutiny. If it does anything to the coaches or the players. All right. Well, we're gonna hit this break. When we come back, we'll talk with Jim Klein and Colin will be involved in the conversation about volleyball oh, in the area. We'll be back for more on the Sports Mix next. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine You've put up with your water long enough. It's time for Sunset Water Services, your local water solution since 1989, to fix your water problems. Get better tasting, better smelling, and better looking water today. Say hello to drinking your own delicious water for pennies per gallon. Say yes to healthier skin and hair and to softer and brighter clothes. Sunset Water Services delivers your bags of salt to you, so they'll save your back too. And our products come with a one-year satisfaction guarantee. Call 304-754-9031 for a free water quality test today. Sunsetwater.com. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. 
Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to the Sports Mix right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, TV 10, streaming on Facebook. Now we're going to welcome to the program Jim Klein. Jim Klein is called volleyball games with our own Colin McLaughlin. How are you doing today, Jim? Man, I'm doing great. I, I love this first half of the show today. You know, I'm a diehard Terps fan, and, and WVU has owned Maryland for, for, what, like 10 years? I think West Virginia won like seven in a row from 2004 to 2012. But, but what, you know, somebody mentioned Penn State, and, and the thing is, Maryland beat Penn State last year when we talk about that big name and recognition and strength of schedule. So uh, don't be surprised if the little old Terps pull up a Scotty McBrien-type upset coming up here on September 4th and get that series back to 23-28. and 28. WVU with that slim advantage right now. But I'm supposed to be here talking about volleyball. Sorry about that, guys. I, I was yeah, going to say, let's bring you back to reality and just remind you that you are on Talk Radio WRNR, the home of West Virginia and the future 1-0 and Mountaineers when they uh, go all over the Terrapins there at College Park. I'll be enjoying that with my dad and make sure to say hello to uh, Crawford before and after the game. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And, you know, Colin McLaughlin, this is literally the sports doctor, guys. All right, so Nick and Spencer, <laughs> like, you guys, this is the sports doctor. Like, his, do- his dad tells us if we have to wear masks in schools. But Colin, he is running the show, man. He's, like, pushing buttons, pulling cables, telling me to, to, to grab this extension cord. And I just want to talk to the setters. Like, that's all I want. Co- Colin's the man. Let me tell you, he is the man. I appreciate it there, Jim. You ready for this season? Start off uh, September 7th with our coverage for volleyball this year, and then uh, we can get into a little bit later talking about some possible soccer games that you and I get to broadcast as well. Yeah, excitement is definitely an understatement because it's EPAC action, and the best thing about the Eastern Panhandle and volleyball is it's on any given day. Anyone can be beaten. Martinsburg with a Division One setter and Ashlyn Wallen has picked up her game bag, and, tra- and she's on the way to Robert Morris University. And for the football fans, everyone knows that Ann Smith, probably the most versatile and athletic uh, high school student last year, he's also at Robert Morris. But anyway, uh, Martinsburg, with that big left-handed setter, a dominating presence both at the end line and running the offense, she's gone. Martinsburg struggled last year, and without that six-foot-plus presence of Wallen running the offense, even when they converted it to 6-2 so that she could use some of her, her size and dominance, Martinsburg has a giant hole to fill. Musselman, on the other hand, Hannah Howard, bone stick, man, she is good. And Musselman has not lost since September 29th, so stack that away. Musselman will be as good as they can when they get the ball, put the ball in system to the hitters like Hannah Howard. Hedgesville, Super consistent. They shocked Musselman. And then you look at a team like Spring Mills. They lost to Martinsburg on September 15th, but then within a two-week period managed to knock off Musselman and Hedgesville. And here's the thing. Not everybody follows women's sports, and I get that. But, man, the people who don't, who don't tune in on one of these Tuesday and Thursday nights when there is no NFL, and, and you, you want to watch reruns at ER, I'm, I'm saying that's great. But let me tell you, you need to be watching TV 10 on these nights because they are action-packed matches. And the sports doctor, Colin, he's running the show, man. Yeah, of course. We'll have uh, JV and varsity action for you each time. Most of them start at 6 o'clock, and, yeah, I agree with you. That EPAC is always stacked, especially the four Berkeley County teams. But nonetheless, I still think the EPAC's going to go through. Uh, Musselman, the defending state champions, almost got the CA uh, EPAC state championship last year. Was hoping for that with uh, Hedgesville and Musselman down there. But Musselman then went on to beat GW, got revenge from last year's upset of them. And let's hope that they can uh, possibly do it again this year. 
well, they're, they're, the road to to states is gonna is gonna run through the eastern panhandle, panhandle somewhere or another. And I certainly meant no no disrespect to to Washington. They're a young team. Jefferson, you know, they've got talent, uh, but. When you look at like opponents or similar opponents, it's one of those things where it's hard to gauge who has the advantage when you compare those four Berkeley County school teams. And I think you're right. I think Martinsburg's going to be digging out of some kind of a hole this year. Uh, they did move to the 6-2 early in the season last year. They got a new coach. The, the big issue is going to be filling the hole up by Wallen and making sure that they can run, run offense because that's the way to beat Musselman. You've got to get them on their heels. You've got to press, press. You've got to hit the ball. You've got to look to catch them, mis- making mistakes in transition. Very tough serving. Otherwise, Musselman has definitely clearly got to be the favorite in the state. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit about uh, some soccer then. I know you got to see a game this past weekend, and we're going to try to do a boys game this year and a uh, girls game this year for Martinsburg. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I, actually, if you just back up a second, I went to the scrimmage the other night for volleyball, and I was thinking, you know, maybe what I need to do is go see some of these the, the, the soccer games. And the, the Mar- Martinsburg struggled against uh, Cabell Midland this past Saturday. They, they, as a matter of fact, they got shut out. I'm not even sure struggled is the right word in a 10 nothing loss. The concern for a team like Martinsburg is the number of freshmen and sophomores that they had on the field, coupled with the fact that you look at Washington, who they lost to last year. Washington, you know, they pressed Cabell Midland to a 2-1 uh, uh, loss. So it's going to be a tough season, I think, for Martinsburg, unless they, they, they really got to pick up the pace on offense. The ball stayed in their back half of the field for almost the entire game. I think they finished with maybe two shots on goal. To, I'm, I, I lost count. I mean, the score was 4 nothing six minutes into the game. I'm not even sure how many shots on goal Cabell Midland had. But Martinsburg's going to have a, have a real tough situation if they don't figure out some of this offense and uh, use some of that experience that they have in their defense to be able to get the ball out. I mean, that's the biggest thing, working the sidelines, getting the ball upfield so that they can get some shots and, and force the, their opponent to, to fatigue a little bit. Yeah, and uh, Martinsburg girls-wise definitely has the big target on their back last year, especially after they should have made the uh, state tournament, but that's a whole different subject with uh, COVID and the map and all that junk that happened last year. Let's just completely forget about that move on to this year with that team as you just said losing to Cabell Midland 10 nothing hopefully they can bounce back and uh later on into the season build that program back up to what it was last year yeah that, that's that's got to be the goal I, you know, you know and the thing is early in the season when you think about the schedules and who they've got next the the, the toughest part is is that you know their next game is September 2nd against Washington and you know that was the albatross around their neck last year they tied against Jefferson so they do not start the season in a very easy fashion first off Cabell Midland then you got Washington then you got Jefferson before they end up playing Berkeley Springs at home mind you both the Washington and Jefferson games are on the road and and for teams like this especially coming off a loss that are playing a ton of freshmen and sophomores Hopefully they've got a short memory. They're going to pull up their, you know, their their uh, their uh, their their shorts and get back out there and get going right after, you know, right away. Hey Jim, this is Nick. Uh, just wondering, I guess, on the volleyball side of things, you said, you know, how talented all these teams are in the EPAC. Any players in particular you think are really going to dominate this year, and people should be on the the watch for? Yeah, well, you know, obviously I mentioned Hannah Howard. Hannah Howard is a junior, and I, I'm guessing that she's probably going to be in, in a situation where she's, she's got to be getting D1 nods. Um, when I looked at the roster, I thought that she was listed at 5'7", which makes her a little bit undersized for an outside hitter. But she's very athletic, super talented. Uh, she, she can do everything in terms of hit, pass, serve. She definitely has got to be the player that, that, that I would watch. And, and that's why, get, you know, running the offense, being able to get the ball to her cleanly, as they, you know, as they run their complex offense with shoots and slides and all the different things that they do, that's going to be the key. Hannah Howard, by far, she should be, I would imagine, your player of the year. 
for soccer, what are, who are some players that you think are going to be standout players in the in the EPAC? You know, that's a great question. I haven't looked at rosters yet. I, you know, I, I'm woefully behind. But I, Washington, if you base anything off what they did with Cabell Midland, it, Washington's got to be a, a team that, that's tough, Jefferson, based on their previous experience. I don't know too much about the other teams, and that's something that we're really going to have to dig into. Sports Dr. Colin, man, he's going to, you know, he sends these emails to the athletic director, like, yes, sir, man. They're, they're sending him rosters and stats and all these different things. I guarantee you we'll have that information. We, we don't want to give too much information. People need to tune in and watch these games. I don't want to give everything away, but but I think there's going to be a lot of excitement here this spring, and I, you know I'm grateful to be a part of the TVT TV10 team and, and be able to do this. Thanks so to you, we're going to have a cut now. Whenever we bring on Colin, it's going to be Doctor Colin, Sports Doctor Colin. I mean, he is. I mean, he's like a surgeon out there. I mean, he. I'm telling, you, he's like Jim. Get that extension. Cord. I need that plugged in right away. I'm like, yes, doctor. Let's go look at uh, the last couple of games into our broadcast schedule, and it's uh, Musselman taking on a school that you're familiar with since you uh, had three state championships there, Smithsburg. You looking forward to watching your old uh, team go up against the big EPAC team? Yeah, man, I'm dying to see that, I'll tell you. you know, very, very few people probably know this. In 1995, in 1995, I took my first head coaching job. I had been a JV coach two years, summer coach for two years, and, and I went to Smithsburg High School, and, and we, we had tryouts, and I think seven kids came out. The team had struggled in 94. I think we ended up, or, or they, I shouldn't say we, they ended up going something like, I don't know, eight and six, eight and seven. They lost in the first round of the playoffs. And I had this, this skinny, scrappy little kid, you know, her name's Rachel. And, and I was like, man, I got so few players. I need to dress one or two more. Let's give the freshman a jersey. She can play a little bit of defense. Get me across the back line. Maybe put the ball in play from the end line. But she probably weighed 79 pounds. I thought that she could serve overhand. So we, we give Rachel a uniform, and lo and behold, we end up going 14-3. and three. Um, We had a, you know, a pretty tough loss at the end of the season. But overall, we beat everyone's expectations. And, and, you know, and then we follow up the next year, and, you know, we have an even better season. And it's one of those things where Rachel ended up starting all four years. She won the state championship in 98, her senior year. She graduated from high school in 99. Um, I ended up winning again in 2000, 2001 with those stellar Smithsburg teams. And uh, two years later, Rachel graduates from college. The next thing you know, I'm gone. I got a, you know, a four-year-old kid I'm trying to teach how to play basketball. And 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 Rachel, next thing I know, is sitting on the sidelines and 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 dominating. And and I go to watch them play, and I'm like, she's running my freaking pregame offense. I cannot believe this. The kid went to Salisbury. She went to HCC. She went to I can't remember where she got her bachelor's degree. But anyway, she, she's running some of the same stuff. And they're dominating. I think she's won, I don't know, 13 state championships now. They actually contacted me. The Hall of Fame contacted me and asked me to write her letter of recommendation to the Hall of Fame. I'm like, wait a second. When is she going to write my letter of recommendation? But I did it. I wrote the letter. She's in the Hall of Fame. She is the youngest member of the Washington County Sports Hall of Fame. And she is one of a handful, I think maybe only two or three, who are even still active coaches this kid, you know, I'm guessing, what is she, 38, something like that? She's probably going to end up with 25 state championships down the road. Smithsburg against Musselman, I don't care what caliber the, the roster is for Smithsburg, they will be competitive. I, you know, I, I am willing to bet my 2000 state championship trophy that Smithsburg might not win, but it will be a competitive match against Musselman just because winning is a tradition at Smithsburg. That's a great story, Jim. Uh, you got any final thoughts? Now, hey, guys, w- welcome aboard. I'm, I'm glad to work with you, Nick and Spencer. It's great to be on TV10. Uh, if there's anything you guys need from me, listeners, likewise, uh, we're going to have a great fall season, guys, and I'm grateful to be here. Jim Klein, he will be our volleyball and soccer, <laughs> excuse me, color analyst. Thanks for joining us, Jim. Welcome, guys. You take care. That was Jim Klein, and we'll hit a break now. This uh, last segment was sponsored by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. 
We became number one by making you number one first. Kent Parsons Ford of Martinsburg.com will be back next to wrap it up on the sports mix. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. WVU Medicine introduces a new minimally invasive hysterectomy surgery to our area. V-Notes is an advanced gynecologic technique that provides many benefits to patients, such as shorter hospital stays, less post-operative pain, faster recoveries, and no visible scars. Dr. Aaron Miller and Dr. Lori Tucker with WVU Medicine OBGYN in Martinsburg are the only OBGYNs in the Baltimore-Washington metropolitan area currently offering this cutting-edge procedure. WVU Medicine, the future of surgery is here. If you're in an accident, the first thing that you have to do is call 911. You have to get medical care immediately. The next thing you need to do is call us. When you hire us at the Skinner Law Firm, what we do is we are going to investigate your case and we're going to lay out the options that you have, all at no cost to you. We will use all of our resources and all of our experience to get you what you deserve. That's what we mean by treating you like family. NCAA Division II football returns to TV 10 with the Shepherd University Rams. Big hole for Sheldon Evans running off the left side, 15-10-5. End zone, touchdown, Sheldon Evans. This is Nick Verzellini, and be sure to join Travis Smith and me on Thursday, September 2nd, as the Rams travel to Ohio Dominican to take on the Panthers. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30 with kickoff scheduled for 7 p.m. Catch all the action all season long on TV10 and the WRNR-TV YouTube channel. Please join us for the Rocks Local Market Grand Opening at 8310 Martinsburg Pike on August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for food, fun, and games. Shepherd athletes will be there testing their athletic prowess in giant beer pong, Plinko and other fun events. Tell your friends about it. Tell their friends about it. All of Rock's friends and neighbors are invited to come by for a cup of coffee and sit a spell. That's 8310 Martinsburg Pike on August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to the final segment of today's edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Dupuy alongside Colin McLaughlin and Nick Verzolini. Um, all the small things. That's what it was about last night in the NFL game uh, specifically. Trevor Lawrence didn't do so well. Jameis Winston, though, made his case to be the starter for the Saints. Yeah, I completely agree. If uh, Winston keeps that up like he did last night, let's look right now. 9 for 10, 123 yards and two touchdowns. If we see what we saw from him last night, he should 100% be that starter to replace Drew Brees for the uh, New Orleans Saints this year. Yeah, I mean, that's big shoes to fill. Here's the thing. We know that Winston's not going to be consistent with it because he's never been consistent with it. So sometimes he'll look like the second coming of Tom Brady and other times he'll look like Jameis Winston who throws 30 interceptions more than – some teams as a ha- as a whole has a, have a can talk there as a whole <laughs> have as a defense that's that's a tough sentence to get out there yeah, that is a tough least. sentence but uh here's the thing too we all know Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill for whatever reason so he's going to find That's why a way he's still there to at least get Taysom Hill I mean he's an effective player yeah. but sometimes they would throw him in there and it's like why is Taysom Hill in the game when we have the Hall of Famer Drew Brees and he'd throw a pick, and you're like, what are the Saints doing? And we're going to see Taysom Hill a good bit. I think we'll see both of them, honestly, because Winston is definitely a better thrower, but I don't know if he'll be consistent with it enough for us to say, well, the Saints are in good hands with Jameis Winston. Yeah, but then you gotta, you got to talk about uh, the Jaguars last night. 
Trevor Lawrence didn't look good. I don't know how he can be the starter. I mean, but what is Gardner Minshew going to give you? I mean, that is, that is true, but would you rather throw a rookie out there who doesn't know what he's doing, or would you rather have a veteran that somewhat knows what he's doing? Well, I think Lawrence knows what he's doing. doing. I mean, he's a two-time national champion and obviously hasn't played at the NFL yet. Yeah, but that's the difference. So NCAA and NFL level, they're two totally different things. You see a lot of players that can do extremely well in the college football ranks, and then they don't translate to the NFL ranks. I could see Minshew starting maybe the first four weeks or so, and then you let Lawrence take over. But we know that Lawrence is going to be the guy, so it just kind of depends on how Urban Meyer, I guess, feels is the best way to bring him along. If he thinks that starting him and letting him you know, kind of struggle early will help him be better in the long term, then he'll throw him out there if he feels like he needs to you know, sit a little bit, then you start Minshew. I mean, it doesn't matter. The Jaguars aren't going to win a whole lot of games either way, so you might as well do whatever's best for Lawrence. I don't expect them to win more than six or seven games, and that's if they have a great season. <laughs> I mean, because they just don't have a ton of talent around Lawrence. They're building that team around him, though, so he will be the starter at some point this season. Yeah, I'm not I agree too concerned with, uh, about the first week of the preseason. Or Nick on that. But ahead, Tre- Trevor Lawrence, I mean, last night going 14-23 to – as we're saying, not the best that you could, I guess, expect from him, but I still don't think it would be the worst. I mean, his quarterback rating was 73.3. It's only a second preseason game, second game overall in the NFL, so you can't really take much from it. You just got to look at the little bits and pieces of what he did do well, and I thought his uh, couple drives there, at least the one that I watched, was very good pocket presence, knew when to stay in it and make that throw. Knew when to scramble out, and then on that big third down, he was able to pick up, I think, 10-plus yards to gain that first down. I thought he could have maybe slid just because it's still preseason, didn't want to see him get injured there as he took pretty hard hit from uh, three Saints players there. And with your rookie guy that you want to build your franchise around, kind of got queasy for me in my eyes to uh, see him take that hit. He was fortunately okay, but nonetheless, it's preseason. You don't want your guy that's supposed to be your franchise guy to get hurt this early into his career let's transition now to the chicago bears and matt Nagy, who reaffirmed the team's decision to open the regular season with dalton at quarterback when he announced tuesday that dalton won't play in the preseason finale at tennessee because he'll be the starter that means you'll see justin Fields start i think that is very interesting and andy dalton's came out last week and said this is my time let Justin sit back and, and and watch. But I think Andy Dalton's time in this league has just expired. I think he's just not a starting quarterback in this league anymore. He's already peaked. I mean, yes. he's And he's the peak wasn't moments. good. Yeah, I mean, he did have a little bit of success in like 2014-15 or something like that where he was, you know, leading the Bengals to the playoffs. But, I mean, in terms of being a guy that you – can rely on I've never really looked at Andy Dalton as that guy he's he's a transition quarterback at this point in his career and I'm not even certain if he is worth having as the starter in Chicago this year anyway yeah I it think is, it's going to be a quick transition too I mean we'll see him week one there against Tennessee I think after probably two three weeks though it'll be time to switch over to Justin Fields and let him have his time there in Chicago because that's truly what you want as a Bears fan, as a Bears coach, and as a Bears teammate, you want your guy that's supposed to be your future becoming the present. And Andy Dalton, as you said, it's going to be that transition. He's not good. If you want to find success, you need to start by getting your guy ready now. And that, I think, is the only way to do it. I think it was funny to see uh, Trubisky have a great game, even though it was the preseason uh, against the Bears. Yeah, it, it could just be that the Bears are cursed at quarterback because they've never had a good quarterback and they still don't and they might in fields but we'll see it just seems like some teams just certain things they just can't get right and the bears they just can't seem to get quarterback right but hopefully fields works out for him i think he will so now let's transition to another nfl team that doesn't really you didn't think it was really a competition but because of covid19 protocol and the words that came out of Bill Belichick's mouth. He acknowledges that Mac Jones has a big opportunity now with Cam Newton out till Thursday. I mean, you can't deny it. 
that he has a big opportunity to at least get some reps and have a have a chance to you know not necessarily become the week one starter because I think Camp's played well enough in this preseason to be the week one starter as long as he's not out due to COVID but at least prove that hey Cam if you start playing like you did last year we got a guy right here Mac Jones that's ready to go and so far he's proven that he might end up being that quarterback that we look back on and we say, well, wow, some, some teams really messed up and they should have taken Mac Jones higher than, than he ended up going in the draft. Yeah, I was already saying that. I wanted a lot of teams, including Washington, to possibly take Mac Jones. And right now in the preseason, he's looked, I think, fairly well. And I think Cam Newton should be uh, shaking in his boots already because as we even remember last year, he was in the hot seat. And now with a young guy coming off dominant performance at Alabama, the hype is real for Mac Jones, and if Cam Newton's not careful, he's going to be the backup. Yeah, he is going to be the backup, and you bring up Washington football team. A little bit of news here. we got about a minute and 20 seconds left. Uh, we talked yesterday with Grant Paulson, 106.7 The Fan in D.C. Steven Sims Jr., the wide receiver, was released. That We thought initially that was to get down, part of getting down to the 80 players for today at 4 p.m., but then they brought David Sharp, a tackle, off the COVID list, so that brought him back to 85. They have now released four players, cornerback Jordan Brown, uh, tackle Rick Leonard, linebacker Justin Phillips, D-tackle Justice Reed. So they have one more player they need to get down by 4 p.m. to the 80 player, and then in just one week, you have to go from 80 to 53. What happens if you don't? Like If you're just like, yeah, we, we forgot to cut a guy. You get fined or something? I would I would probably say you get fined. Yeah. I would say it's a it's a fine, maybe a draft. I feel like that's away. never happened though. But it just because like they have somebody they know they're gonna cut. It's just, it'd just be funny, I feel like. Like if somebody was like, Oh, we didn't cut enough guys. I don't know. Well it'll be interesting to see what, never they, heard of that what they do with Samus Reyes among other players. If he's back at practice. I have not heard if he's back at practice yet. You talked to Coach Ron Rivera today. <laughs> no, I just haven't seen it. I've been there a little busy this morning. All right, so the show was brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Services, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call the Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Thanks to Colin and Nick. Jim Klein as well for coming on. We'll be back tomorrow live from Rocks and Shepherdstown from 12 to 1 with another edition of The Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 and TV 10.